morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Tuesday, October 26, 2021. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Before we get to Kyle Shanahan's conference call, I want to update you on all the news so that you are as informed as possible. Some injury updates for you. Jaquiski Tart had a bone bruise on his knee, so he is going to be out a few weeks. Hello, Talanoa Hufonga. D. Ford and Aziz Alshair are both in the concussion protocol, so we'll have to see how they do. Trent Williams' ankle is doing worse than expected, and he is still day-to-day. And there has been no change in the status of Javon Kinlaw. It looks like IR for him, but we should get more clarity on that this week. Also, a couple roster moves for you. Defensive lineman Jordan Willis has been activated from the reserve suspended list and will be granted a one-week roster exemption. And the team also signed safety Tony Jefferson to the practice squad because of Jaquiski Tart's injury. Okay, let's get into Kyle Shanahan's conference call. For many of you, it is going to be the most frustrating conference call Kyle Shanahan has had all season long. Yesterday was the first day that you could kind of tell that the worm has turned on Kyle Shanahan. He actually started to face some tougher questions from the 49ers press corps. He said, first of all, that Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy and that he is going to be the starting quarterback against the Bears this week. The first question he got was, basically, was that a tough decision for you if Trey Lance was going to be healthy? And Kyle said, no. And here's his explanation. We didn't go into that game thinking that Jimmy was one bad game away from losing his job or anything like that. Jimmy didn't play um, as good as he could, which he knows that, I know that. Um, also, I think it was some pretty hard, you know, circumstances for him, you know, for both quarterbacks considering some of the weather. But I definitely thought he could have played better. But um, that was not a game to where, hey, if Jimmy has one bad game, he's losing his job. Um, we're trying to, we know Trey's the future here trying to get do what's best for him and for our team and Trey's coming off a pretty big injury and um, we're going to keep bringing him along and keep getting him prepared um, as good as he can be to always be ready to come in and help on the plays that we asked him to do always be ready to take over if Jimmy gets hurt and um, being ready to be the future for us too that is the biggest crock I have ever heard first of all it's not one bad game from Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle should know better than that These games are on TV. We can all watch them. We all see that Jimmy Garoppolo has had multiple bad games. He's had multiple games just this season alone where the offense has not picked up a single first down in an entire quarter. So the idea that Jimmy Garoppolo has had one bad game and then all of a sudden you'd pull him is absolutely ridiculous. And Kyle knows it's ridiculous. And for him to just throw that out there like that is a joke. And the fact that he wasn't challenged on it directly is one of my eternal frustrations with the 49ers press corps. Here's my second issue with what Kyle Shanahan said. Trey is coming off a pretty big injury. That's not what he said when Trey Lance's injury was initially revealed. On October 11th, Kyle Shanahan said it's a one to two week injury, maybe only a one week injury. And now he's saying that it's a pretty big injury. So which is it, Kyle? Was it a one to two week thing or a pretty big thing? It can't be both. And I don't think anybody in the Niners press corps caught it when he said it. And I wish they did because one of those is flat out wrong. And I want to know which one it is because, again, Shanahan, with this double speak, he basically just says whatever he wants to say in the press conference and then moves on and he never gets called on this stuff. And he should because it's ridiculous. If one more person says Trey Lance is the future, like, how? 
How is it? When is the future now? When is the future now? You're just going to throw him in there? You're not developing him now. You flat out admitted you're not developing him now. Yet somehow he's going to be the future? That doesn't just happen. That's not magic. Doesn't anybody in this organization realize that? What the hell is wrong with you people? At the end of the press conference, Grant Cohn asked a really good question. And Kyle weaseled out of it in a way that he always does. I'm going to play you the entire exchange so you see what I'm talking about. Jimmy's lost three starts in a row. Why are you so confident he gives you your best chance to win right now? Our team's lost um, four games in a row. I don't look at um, football like pitchers. This is a team sport, so when you just go off wins and losses for one person, um, I don't think that's fair to a person, and I don't think that is accurate when you're dealing with football. Um, That would mean a lot of our guys have lost four starts in a row if you looked at it that way. What you just heard is a tried-and-true Kyle Shanahan strategy. Whenever he doesn't like a question, or specifically if he's faced with a tougher question that tries to pin him down on something he said in the past, he always, always, always attacks the phrasing of the question instead of the substance of the question so he doesn't have to answer it. Grant threw that little phrase right in the beginning, Jimmy's lost three starts in a row, and that's what Kyle seized on, right? Boom. Oh, I can attack that. I don't have to address the actual substance of the question, and I can get out of having to actually answer it. And that is weaselly for me. You can't say if you're Kyle Shanahan, you understand the criticism and you deserve the criticism and you're ready for the criticism. And then when you get the criticism, you completely back away from actually having to own up to it. Like that is such a weak move by Kyle Shanahan. You know what Grant Cohn is trying to say. You know it. You're not stupid. So why not answer the question? Because you're full of crap. That's why. And you know it. And so this is the only strategy you have to get out of it. And it is so frustrating. It's something that Kyle Shanahan has done repeatedly in his tenure with the 49ers, but specifically as things have gotten tougher and tougher and tougher. And I hope that he gets called on it. And what that's going to take is it's going to take multiple members of the 49ers press corps to repeatedly ask Kyle Shanahan the same question until he actually does answer. And that's a really rare thing because you don't get unlimited questions in press conferences. You usually only get one or two. And so it's really hard for anybody to get all the reporters to sort of band together like that. But they should because the answers to other questions don't really matter. The questions you want the answers to are the ones the head coach doesn't want to answer. And that's why you have to keep asking them until he does. But there you have it. Kyle Shanahan, Monday conference call. It's not getting any better anytime soon. And we're going to keep watching this same movie. And we're going to keep watching this offense struggle again and again. And let's face it. The 49ers are going to keep losing games, and apparently Kyle Shanahan is comfortable going down with the ship. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Tuesday, our own Akash Anavarathan has a great piece on Niners Nation right now on why it may be time to start questioning Kyle Shanahan, but why he doesn't deserve to be fired just quite yet. One thing to watch, if you want something to make you feel a little better about the 49ers Week 7 game, check out the analysis from Brian Baldinger. You know we love his tape breakdowns. We retweeted it from the at NN podcast handle. That's our handle. He clearly shows the 49ers drawing up a deep shot for Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk absolutely putting the safety in the spin cycle and the ball not coming his way. Now, I know that's frustrating, but Try to look at the silver lining. At least Shanahan was willing to give him a shot, right? That's progress. 
One thing you might have missed, the 49ers play the Bears this week in Week 8, and their head coach, Matt Nagy, announced yesterday that he has tested positive for COVID-19, so he now needs two negative tests 24 hours apart before he can return. In his absence, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor will run the team meetings. Who knows if that's good news or bad news for the Bears from a football perspective, given some of Nagy's decisions, but it is significant as the 49ers play them in Week 8. That is a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. If you already follow us, thank you. We appreciate it. But if you haven't left a review, we ask you to please take an extra 30 seconds. Drop us one. It's a small thing you can do, but it really does make a big difference for us. Enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.